Professional makeup artist Bina Khan and Google engineer director Madhya Chan are the founders behind Just Be Cosmetics, a line of multi-dimensional makeup designed to enhance brown skin. Keep listening for our conversation on inclusivity, South Asian beauty, and much more. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you're an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. And thank you so much for tuning in and spreading the love. So don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review so we can hear how you're loving it so far. So without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guests for today, Bina and Madhya. They are the founder duo behind Just Be Cosmetics, born from a lifetime of searching for makeup that complemented South Asian skin. Launching in 2021, Bina and Madhya, who have been friends for over 10 years now, decided to begin with a mix and match lip product, a common beauty pain point for South Asian beauty lovers. And this is just the first step of Just Be's mission to feel and breathe representation that has been missing from the industry. With Bina's 25 plus years of experience in the cosmetics industry and Madhya's background in engineering at Google, this brand clearly has power in its DNA. And they launched during the pandemic, creating their own processes while unable to visit the labs and even each other. So having been through a similar experience with Fable and Maine, this is not an easy feat, but eventually it's the most rewarding journey. So Bina, Madhya, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. It's such an honor to be on Founded Beauty and to get a chance to speak to you, Akash. Thank you so much. So I asked all my guests the same questions. I'm going to like tag team them. You're you're both going to get to answer. So my first question, I asked all my guests the same questions. I'm going to start with you, Bina. Who in a nutshell is Bina? I'm not good at nutshells. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Who in a nutshell is Bina? Driven, I guess. I guess Bina's uh, just have drive. I like that. Yeah. I think I'm all drive until I'm not. <laughs> exactly. What I mean. <laughs> until we lost, we have, then we have to refuel and we go again <laughs> like a car. Right, right. Yeah. Without drive, there's no action. And I think that's the most important thing is just to have conviction in what you do in life. So I love that answer. And Madhya, same for you. Who in a nutshell is Madhya? I got asked this question recently. Okay, so she some practice. I do have a <laughs> Yeah, um, actually we did this exercise and, and the answer was activator. I think for me, um, what I think I, I can do and I, I can see that is I love when I see people have conviction behind an idea or clarity behind a problem. And then I love to kind of think through of how we can solve this problem. Like how do we make things better? And like act that that initial you know activation like we've got something here, I think that would be that would be me. Yeah, and I would love Amazing. to be like that until again I you know run out of energy. <laughs> exactly, uh, and I think it's really important. Whenever we do run out of energy, we find those ways to fuel ourselves. It could be yeah. escapism. It could be chilling with family, going to watch a film. That we have to consistently re you know rebalance, 
and re-energize and then go back again. So that's the most important thing. Um, So I kind of want to start, I mean, just for everyone who's listening to paint a picture. So currently Bina is currently in Pakistan right now and Madia is in California. And this has been the case for them even building the brand. Um, So imagine your co-founder being across, not even the pond, but a long distance away. So you have the time difference plus COVID, because this is um, in 2021 when they launched. So this is a, such a familiar story with Fable and Main, where you know I was in London, my manufacturer's in, in the US, and my main retail launch was in the US, and I couldn't visit. So we'll talk about that in a bit, but I want to paint that picture first. But right now, uh, it's interesting to know that you were both born in Karachi, in Pakistan. And I want to know sort of from both of your own lenses and eyes, what was your first introduction into beauty? So Madhya, I'll start with you. Do you have like any memories of like maybe it's grandma's rituals or is it like going to the stores or tell us? Yeah, um, my first introduction to beauty is actually through my mom, which maybe um, is, is a common answer. But my mom had this makeup box that she would put under her dresser because I would take lipsticks and just apply and then pretend that I haven't applied anything. I just my mom, if you I'll, I can send you pictures later, but she always loved to play up her lips, you know. And that's where the joy of putting color on your skin and just transforming your look. um, That's where I think I felt it the first time. Um, And I remember as a kid, like my dad would take a lot of pictures of the family. And and there are many pictures of me sitting on the dresser. And my mom is like doing her makeup and I'm just looking at her. Like someday I would be able to apply uh, makeup. I actually think that that was the time where I just had my mom to myself because, you know, in a, in a South Asian family, you're doing so many things that I, I remember that time, those 15 minutes or whatever time she would allocate, that was her time to make herself look good for herself. And I would just watch that. And we would talk about color. She would ask me, hmm, a brown or a red. Um, so it's more of a, a conversation with my mom over beauty. But that's where I first fell in love with with color and, oh, you could do these different things to change your look. You know, what I love also about that is the amount of stories I've heard from founders from all walks of life, ethnicities, um, upbringings, but the most connected in, in color mainly, right, in makeup was like, whether it's red or what, but a red, like a lipstick, right? And that experience of seeing whether it was a mum or a grandma, but the, the, the minute that color was put on, the difference in energy uh kind of kind of person everything right you become like it's like a mask you put on but it's weird but it's still just a it's more of a i would say a magnifying version of yourself right and that's the power of beauty but i mean that's i can imagine one of the biggest seeds for both of you in creating eventually um your own brand with lip and you know as a big part of the the brand ethos but um would love bina to kind of hear what your memories of beauty were growing up I mean, it's a similar answer. My mother is a very gifted, uh, she never was a professional, but she's very gifted with makeup. Mm. And a lot of the techniques I use, I will always, especially when I teach them, shout out my mother that I stole this from my mother. Um, and one of the, like, the signature things I'm I'm known for, which is the, uh, like I do this smoky kind of liner. I never do these sharp liners. It's always this very sort of mm, smudged out, deep mm. kind of makeup, that's my mom. 
Um, and she has this specific technique with a paintbrush that she does that I teach all my uh, students. And I always say, and we can thank my mother for this one, because she would also be very clear on that. And I taught you that. Just remember, oh. like all brown moms, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that's, uh, uh, I think, obviously her. And also she is a real cinephile. She really loved film. So we were exposed oh. to sort of old black and white Hollywood, sort of Catherine Hepburn in her heyday, and even like the black and white Sabrina, some Audrey Hepburn. Um, and of course, lots of Marilyn, a lot of Liz Taylor. And then, you know, also through the 50s, through the 60s. So, you know, um, we've seen uh, by the time I was a teenager, I'd seen all of the, you know, the movies you should see. Like I didn't have that period as, as an older person of going, wow, how come I've never watched The Godfather or Bonnie and Clyde or Cleopatra or Sabrina? Like I'd, I'd already got these this mess of cultural references and uh, then, of course, you kind of throw in a bit of Parveen Babi and a, a bit of Nazia yeah. Hassan. And, you know, so this Mirch Masala gets made. What do we how do we translate Mirch Masala? This like, this concoction gets made. Mix. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's a mix up of all of these references. Um, but I've always been super passionate very early on when I was exposed to black and white uh, glamour lighting and photography and film, I got obsessed with structure very, very early on. And I remember as quite a young kid stealing my sister's eyeshadows and sculpting my whole face and my eyes, but so close to my skin tone that I was getting this, are you wearing, you're wearing makeup. Why are you wearing makeup? You know, uh, they were not sure, like they couldn't get fully angry because they were like, because like, huh. I, I really remember pulling out my sort of, that structure, which for a 13 year old is pretty unusual. Yeah. Yeah. But Actually, I think it was that, that, that old lighting. Sorry. Yeah. And I think it's like that exact, that merch masala of like, you know, you're, you're fusing these two worlds of different types of colors and this, but at the same time, it is true. Like at 13, you would expect you to be like kicking it all on, right. Showing as much color. And, uh, but then obviously, yeah, you'll get probably in trouble. I remember my sister too was, my mom was always like, a, it's her expensive like benefit powder or whatever it was and like don't go in there and use all the nice products but B like my mom didn't want to like encourage her to like you know put a lot of makeup on at a young age right but uh but but the feeling even at a young age that you you know you felt that was the the part to focus on not you know it's it's how good you felt right and that's really powerful and you know it's weird because if you ask me about that approach, I was not going anywhere, for example. It's not that I was sneaking yeah. the makeup to go out. I was trying to work out the shape of my face. So from yeah. the very beginning, when I started playing with makeup, I forgot about me and all of this. It wasn't about, oh, I want to feel good before I go out. Though, of course, sure, that helps. I was always, from a really young age, approaching it from uh, like an art point of view. Like, how do I push yeah. these these things and in my skin? Of working mm. but this is why like you know you're really famous for um the bone structure thinking about in a very like artistic but scientific and and dna perspective which is why obviously you've had such an incredible career with an incredible name associated i want to talk a little bit about that journey before you know your first meeting with madia and then just be creating itself um what was like, how did you get into the industry? What was your career like? Summarize your incredible career. I mean, it was, it was just a complete accident. It was a case of what are your talents and what can you do? And I was a very lost after A-levels teenager, 
with no idea of what I was going to do. And my aunt, who's one of my parent figures, uh, who after whom I'm named, in fact, the original Bina, I'm a, like a pale number two version. <laughs> um, so she sort of said, well, if you think you're just going to kick around doing nothing uh, while you figure it out, yeah, that's not happening. Go and get a job. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do anything. And she's like, you do makeup. You do makeup very well. Because I'd already, I'm from a family of designers and models. So I was already at yeah. 15 and 16 uh, doing their makeup because I was doing it mm. first for family. Kind of, they'd see my eyeliner and be like, oh, next time I'm going out, you can do my eyeliner. And then it grew from there because they became fashion designers and models. So then I started a little bit of professional work at like 16, 15. Yeah. Um, wow. So by 19, now that many years in school plays later, um, my aunt was like, you're professional enough to be a makeup artist, go and get, get a job and get trained. And she hooked me up with my first job. And then from there, it's just been what I now realize is just a completely artistic pursuit and a philosophy that got born really quickly. Um, as I started makeup, because my mother is this gorgeous, warm-skinned uh, woman, uh, yeah. immediately when I sort of came across bumped up against colorism, it was to my complete, not shock, even lack of understanding. I could not understand what somebody was telling me when they said, can you make my skin lighter? I just didn't understand what they were saying. I, I couldn't put two and two together until I understood oh, wow, you guys are so afraid of a skin tone that you want to change it, which just seems so odd to me because my mom had her foundation. It was her skin color. You know, I have three elder sisters. We're all varying tones of, you know, warm and pale. I would say pale currently. I need a tan. Um, but, you know, so uh, very early on in my career, it became about something. So the philosophy of Just Be is not a started yesterday thing. And even Madiha and our collaboration came from the same place where when she was getting married, she was looking for somebody who had these kinds of ethos and philosophy and thought process behind something where it's about a, a, an enjoyment of somebody's face and a celebration of it and a pursuit, I think, of color. And, you know, so, I, you know, we got attracted to each other as client and, and makeup artist. And then we kind of birthed this out of that career. So, yeah, so obviously I, I then from there just became a bridal makeup artist who kept at it and worked hard. And, and now here we are. That is amazing. I mean, that is a, you know, I feel bad because you could have a whole, not even a podcast, a whole day of just, you know, explaining your incredible career. And, and the amount of people that I've met in the industry have said amazing things about you. But thank you for summarizing that, in a, at least in a short little nutshell. But um, yeah, we, will, we will talk more about that in a bit about the birth of, of Just Be, but um, Maria, I kind of want to talk a little bit about your engineering um, journey uh, and sort of, you know, going from Kar uh, Karachi to America and then finding your way into the world of computer science and engineering. As a fellow engineer, you know, I, I, I know how much, how hard it is, <laughs> but how rewarding it is to like solve problems. So like, tell me how you got into all of that. Yeah. Um, if you ask my parents, they always wanted me to be a doctor and I was very good in biology. Um, I, I was in some ways it, like the opposite of Bina, like doing well at school was not an issue really. It was more about how high or how much more grades I could get. So I never had yeah. that kind of a problem. But yeah. the, the problem started when I actually uh, did an internship at Al Khan Medical Hospital, which is one of the biggest hospitals. And I fainted at the hospital during my internship, realizing mm -hmm. that 
it wasn't for me. And actually yeah. at that hospital, um, the, the, the staff or the, the people who managed the internship program, they were really nice. They moved me from uh, like the OR type of department to, to laser and uh, laser tri- lithotripsy, which is like how yeah. you use laser waves to disintegrate kidney um, stones. And oh. I started looking at more behind the scenes of what was happening and how like the innovation technology was, you know, helping people get better with like no invasion mm. whatsoever. But and- I, I would just want to say as well on that, because it's a really important point you brought up is, you know, like there are a lot of people that can do quite a few things or are good at quite a few subjects in school. And there might be some students listening or even high school students. Right. And you have to sometimes narrow it down via yeah. A-levels and then via university. And, you know, I was exactly the same idea. I was like good at physics, chemistry, math, economics, good at Spanish. And but I also loved art. And sometimes I just narrowed it down through my A-levels and AS and that kind of stuff. Um, but the best thing to help you narrow it down, if you're not sure, is work experience. Yeah. Is getting a one week or two week, uh, you know, I did 13 work experience internships before I went to university from every summer from 11 years old. And, you know, I wanted to be a film director. I went to Warner Brothers and for two weeks in Burbank. I was like, nope, not for me. Like, <laughs> at least I was like, I was like, cross that out, you know? And I get like, you know, I would probably faint in a doctor's thing. I was like, medicine, uh, not for me. But those are things I think is a really important thing that you've you know, subtly said is that's a good way to just narrow down a bit. Yeah. Well, in my, in my uh, case, I wasn't as structured as I am now, but it was my yeah. parents way of like, give it a try, apply, a try. you will get it, you might get in. And I did get in and I, I tried it and it was, it was just not for me. I, I knew yeah. I wouldn't be happy and I knew I wouldn't be able to serve the way I would want to. Um, but actually through those connections, I found out about bioinformatics and engineering that you could do stuff in biology, but behind the scenes, um, there were at that time, this is 2005, 2006, not many colleges offering even computer science or, you know, core engineering, um, uh, subjects at universities in Pakistan. And Mm. that's when I started the two year process of convincing my parents to let me go abroad uh, or at least first apply and see if I could get anywhere. Um, you know, to cut a long story short, I ended up getting, going to UC Cal- University of California, San Diego, which had a very uh, amazing bioinformatics program. And that's where I fell in love with computer science and computer engineering. Um, and the best part about being in California is you're so immersed in the tech world that if you want, you can find many opportunities. Again, you have to continue trying and have some goals set up. And that's how I got my first internship at Google. And actually, the first Google product I worked on was Gmail. So I still remember the day uh, I opened it and I'm like, I called my sister, who's also in computer science. And I was like, I can see the Gmail code, you know, like it just felt so powerful. Um, uh, but was your sister like, I don't care or like, oh, that's <laughs> she's like, holy crap. Like, that's really? Oh, that's so cool. That's cool. My <laughs> sister would be like, I don't care. But like, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> she was interning at Amazon at that time. Okay, so, so she was, was similar. Yes, yeah. very similar wavelength. And it was just so exciting that, you know, a year or a year and a half ago, I wasn't even in United States. And here I am sitting in Mountain View, writing code for Gmail. And actually, the project I had was writing code on Gmail to make it accessible for people who can't see uh, well without uh, deeper contrast or people who need screen readers. So it was a very illuminating experience. I could connect the dots to like helping people the way I wanted to, uh, but not in the medical profession, which just wasn't a fit for me. Um, yeah. And from there, um, I think 
one after the other opportunities opened up and I ended up at Stanford uh, during for my master's. And then after that, I, I had to decide, do I want to do a PhD or do I want to go into grad school? And um, yeah, and I ended up choosing uh, or after grad school, I ended up choosing going into the industry. And that's yeah. how I found myself at Google. Yeah. And so how many years have you been at Google now? Just this year. It's 10 years. Uh, wow, yeah, I just passed my 10-year anniversary at Google. Do they give you like, I remember like when I was at Dior, um, if you have 10 years, I think 25 and 50, you get this like big like celebration or something. Do you get anything? I mean, Google has so Yeah, I have like a plaque that says, yeah. You know, like the date I started and I looked back at the picture of my badge of like what I looked like and what I look like now. I think I look much better now. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. In my recent uh, picture, I'm wearing just beat colors. So that's really exciting. I that's, kind of you know, what's really cool is like, it's funny when I was at, and I'm a millennial in that sense of like, you know, now you have Gen Z's in the workforce. But when I was starting my career, I was an Estee Lauder Burberry and Dior. I, um, I remember being like, wow, people stay 10 years. And then, and then I'll be like, I'll stay two, three years, learn something else somewhere. But I was like more than three to five years stay and then move, right? Now I have my own company and you have your own company. Now I'm like, I see the churn rate is like so fast nowadays. There's so many opportunities everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I wish like I can have someone stay for 10 years. Like it's a, it's a luxury to think about like in this day and age, there is, I mean, let's see what's happening happening now with this whole potentially a recession and job security. Like there is now another wave coming that I don't know. But generally, it's hard to retain talent. And um, it, it's something now there's, you know, the barriers to entry to create your own company have gone lower. So people are now creating their own businesses, which is great. But um, yeah, 10 years is amazing. So, I mean, congrats on that. Thank really, you. Really cool. yeah. yeah. And the best part is like, um, you know, you get to work on different products at Google. So I worked on Gmail, Google ads, yeah. where I learned a lot about advertising and growth marketing. And now I work on Google Maps platform. So uh, just Google Maps is brings it home because I remember it being so powerful. Yeah. You know, my first ever, oh no, not my first ever internship, but one of my internships um, when I was 17 or 16, I worked in the summer at BMW in Munich. And I was in working on the maps and I was like, um, it was like drive now. And there was, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, um, this whole system. And I was like every day, like paint, like drawing on the maps of Munich and making like, what is the speed limits and stuff like that. And I was like, I was on map interface all day. So it's funny that you were like Google maps. Yeah. I was yeah. So yeah, you never know where you'll find yourself. Now I'm selling shampoos and conditioners, but you know, that's the life <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. But um, you've got to try a lot in life and, and see what you like and, and don't like. But I, I know, so your story is amazing how, um, maybe my dear, you can tell us a little bit about it, how you, you know, you, you obviously knew Bina is an incredible figure in the beauty community and in industry. Um, and you saw some of her incredible work and you, I think you're, you know, let you say it cause you were telling me before this podcast and it was so beautiful to hear how you kind of were inspired by Bina and her art and her work. I say your artwork, you know, it's a form of art. Um, so tell us about yeah. it. So Bina and I, um, met in 2012. And let me preface by saying this, Bina was already a very famous makeup artist at that time. So to get even on her calendar was, uh, you know, <laughs> took some time. Yeah. my mom had to keep calling. So the reason, <laughs> the biggest reason I was like, no, 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 I want to go to Bina for all my events. Um, and, you know, in, in South Asian Pakistani weddings, there was four or five. So it's a big commitment um, because I couldn't go to Pakistan. I was finishing my graduation and then just getting married right after. And my whole family, my grandparents were every, everyone was in Karachi. So 
we knew, uh, you know, that I would go to Pakistan to get married. So I didn't have time to have like a session or even go and meet Bina before um, or meet any other makeup artists. But I remember this was 2012. So this was before Instagram. But I remember looking at one or two pictures of her work on, on online and the person looked like herself that the girl the yeah. bride looked at, like herself and i think a few years later bina even showed you the picture that the girl was wearing like a kashmiri chai kind of not just champagne type of tone which was is very hard to find for our skin tone without looking either too dull or too brown uh yeah. like too brown on your lips and i remember uh telling my mom that i, I think this is the right makeup artist for me because the the bride looks like herself. The, the skin tone, I can say, yes, this must be her skin tone. It doesn't look like five shades lighter. And I wanted to look like myself uh, on my wedding day. And I mentioned this to you earlier. I, um, I'm married to a Chinese-American person. So it was also a mixed-race uh, marriage. So it was you know, quite a challenge for um, my family and relatives to, yeah. to get around. So when I was in Karachi, I remember, um, you know, getting a lot of judgment around it. And in Bina's chair, I could just be. I could just be myself because she didn't ask me about why I'm marrying a Chinese guy or why I couldn't find a Pakistani guy. She asked me, oh, tell me more about him. What is he like? You know, what do you guys do together? Like, to me, it was it was more about the person rather than the labels that we carry. Um, And that is what, you know, kept us connected. And as I grew in my career at Google, I realized that, you know, I needed some more tools to just come to work more polished, to look Mm -hmm. like my best self. And I would ask, I I remember it was a very simple message like, hey, do you, can you recommend a pink lipstick for my skin tone? You know, like one line. And the answer was, oh, yes, here's what you do. And here is a whole message with like six steps of like, okay, and if you want to take it a little bit this way or a little bit this way, do this. And you know what? Surprisingly, I followed all of those tips, you know? Wow. I did all of that because I knew she she knew what she was talking about. I knew she was telling me that I have to buy six products instead of one because she has searched high and low and hasn't yeah. found the product. So I always had that trust um, uh, with Bina. When I saw her working, how she approaches skin, it's very different. Um, it was not what I was seeing uh, around me. And I live in the Bay Area, so access to various stores is is not an issue to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, okay, now it's all like painting that perfect picture. So like, you, I love when you said, when I was in a chair, I could just be, and I think you know, that's your pet name, right, Bina? Like everyone feels I can just be, but also like the bee of Bina. There's so many things. Right. So is that, Bina, is that how the name came to be? Just Be Cosmetics? Yeah. In fact, uh, like all things in our company, we're quite communal. And as an artist, I'm quite communal. Like, yeah. for example, currently I'm uh, I've got a, my yearly bridal shoot coming up and have to come up with all these colors. And it's the first year when I get to use all the Just Be colors, right? So, so I cool. really want to do like a killer shoot. And I want to interpret what we've made, which is in my head now is for any of the professionals, they'll be looking at these colors as a, a color palette. I've given yes. them a kit out of which, what are you going to make, guys? So now mm. if I'm the guy who's approaching it, what am I going to make? So what are the looks that I'm going to come up with out of what I think this color palette can give us? So it's such a fun exercise and I'm relishing it so much. I'm almost being 
uh, you know, little, I'm allowing myself little sparks of joy because I feel like otherwise I'm going to gulp it down in two seconds, the experience. So I'm trying to find my way through the colors and through the shoot. So, yeah, so just be, um, I think the name, how it came to be is, yes, my pet name is B. Um, and yeah. it's not even one that is an uncommon one or not, not one that is because somebody's heard me be called B. It's yeah. just people tend to call me B. My clients call me B. Especially like your younger clients, they don't want to call you B. It feels rude. So they call me B. Mm. You know, my mm. husband started calling me B. It's just like clients and it just happened. It's just one of those yeah. funny things. And um, when we were trying to come up with this idea of what are we going to do for the, the name, we kicked it around. And uh, one of my besties actually messaged back and said, you know, well, what about just B? Because... These, these are the sort of crystal forms of your colors that you make and use. So it's just you. It's 100% mm. of your creativity. You're handing it to somebody in these uh, cleverly attached double spectrums. And um, also, uh, it's your name. So that's cute. And also the whole ethos behind what you do. Because even when I had a, a, I closed my salon during COVID because I was just not at all confident in trying to run something through like a hospital like requirement yeah. of safety. I was like, I just don't I don't think this is worth anyone getting stress. sick over bridal makeup yeah. or apart yeah. from my stress, like I'm not opening my doors to say, Hey, you wanna die maybe for a pedicure? No man. Exactly. It, you know No, it's no. And we didn't know at that time what the no, and it was every day was changing. New we news. forget. Yeah. We forget yeah. there was a whole year ish yeah. where we had no vaccines and we didn't understand I mean, we were Lysoling groceries uh, and things like we just didn't have an understanding. And to be playing with people's lives over something, you know, like this, it didn't make sense to me. Stay home, have a sweet, simple wedding, enjoy the opportunity, you know, to to have exactly, a different to kind connect of, in a different way. Yeah, and I, it's actually beautiful in another way, right? It's it's totally, how you look at it. Totally, and you know, in Karachi, we're kind of used to that because if like trouble happens, it's like you know, I got off the wedding. Like your homies are still going to come and your fam jam is going to happen. So that's already 5 million people there, right? So <laughs> Exactly. That's enough. <laughs> it's pretty much a, still a normal, normal ways. It's still a big wedding. So, yeah. yeah. So even in the salon, we had this approach, which was we're never going to tell somebody, oh, you know, your hair is really dry. Why don't mm. you do a hair mask? Like, like if somebody asks you, hey, my hair is quite dry. What can I do for it? Then no. you facilitate. But exactly. otherwise, no. You know, and I think in South Asian culture, insult slash love is often confused. It, it's a mixed thing. It's sort of like, it's like, and it, it's more and more, I think it's it's getting a bit of a problem today because I think, especially for my aunties and my friends, and my, like, there's always a comment to be said. I had a fight with my dad yesterday because they were like, oh, delete the story. It's, it's, it's a bit weird. And I was like, what do you mean? I said something like my handsome friend. And she's like, but what are you trying to, like, people are going to, what are people going to think? I'm like, but like, it's just a comment. Like, don't overthink it and don't care what people are going to think, you know? I didn't ask for an opinion on that story, you know? Like, when I go out in the street, I don't ask for someone to comment on, you know, my, maybe my hair is, or I'm going to fix it tomorrow. Maybe I like it like that, right? Never assume. But I think I it's think, a very I Indian think, thing and South Asian. Yes, thing. It's very but I think even though I would say that amongst women, it's a global thing. There's a lot of judgment. We judge ourselves. We judge each other. It's, it's a harsh space. And you're also constantly feeling like 
we judge ourselves, I think, more than we judge each other. We're always so nice to, at least in my world, we're always so nice to each other, but with ourselves, we're like, oh, and this is wrong, and that is wrong. And, you know, we, I felt like the, the statement of just be, like, you mm. are perfect. It's so it's, powerful. Oh, male or female, it's a powerful thing to say that, you know, stop with all these expectations and I'll be happy when I become or when I manage or just be Mm. just be content with what you are right now. It's okay. Like the the permission to just be even when I sometimes look at my logo, I'm just like. It's but it's it's like a it's it's a reminder. It's a reminder. Yeah, and you need to like and how powerful when you put something on daily or something like that on your lip spectrum. It's so nice to just to be reminded like an affirmation of all right, yeah, just be because we all we often forget because as you said, we are our own worst enemy sometimes, our own selves. Forget others. <laughs> yeah, it's so so true. So I would love um, either one of you uh, tell tell me tell us a little bit about the lip spectrum and the, you have this very innovative way of you know also putting the fluid and the glaze together and tell us about it. Whoever wants to take it away. <laughs> okay. So that is yet again, uh, uh, how would I say this? It's professionally how I solve that problem. Um, yes. so what we didn't understand or acknowledge to ourselves or real, I swear I didn't realize was that we were mm. solving a problem that shouldn't have been a problem. So because I had the skill set to solve it, I wasn't realizing I was solving a problem. I was just like, well, this is how you work. Mm-hmm. And it was teaching Madiha. Uh, and, you know, of course, she's like one of those students you love to have. Like, she's like into it. She gets it. She's going to practice. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. she's, you know, I love to, I, considering I was so not the student, it's really yeah. ridiculous that I would, I love that kind of, uh, not, I cannot tolerate that kind of student. I love, uh, you know, I love this kind of student. So she yeah. kind of came at it with questions then, which was, mm. I'm sorry, what? Like, you have to do it this way? So what we decided was, okay, since these things don't exist, one was problem solving for brown skin, yeah. which I felt really upset with myself that I didn't realize I had been doing. Or yeah. I just upset, I felt upset that I... It's not that I I denied it. I really didn't. But that Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that this was going on. That's on me. That's my field. I should have been like, hang on a second. This is really off that brown skin is not being considered. But I'm kind of blind to these things often because I really don't see them Mm. uh, myself. So one part of it was giving this pigment and depth that was allowing for these products to happen. And the second thing is that the way that I professionally make a lipstick last a long time and look lovely is I will back it with one kind of texture and Mm. give it staying power with another kind of texture. And I've just always done that. I've always used a liquid formula as a lip liner slash contourer slash deepener. And it's giving you that, and I apply it really thinly to give you this thin stain at the back, which is basically liquid lip liner. And then I would mix four or five things together for this. And then I would mix four or five things together for like a top note that I wanted. And depending on the color and how I wanted that saturation to be viewed, I would reverse this order of liquid or juice or juice with liquid on on top to make it a sealant. So we just wanted to deliver instead of five things being mixed and another five things being mixed, here are the two things you layer. So the mixes are made for you. The colors are brown skin friendly and pigmented, pigmented enough 
that you don't have to go over like a gajillion times to get it to show up. You know, it's pretty much one swipe. Two swipes is really smart. So this is like yeah. two swipes. Um, so we wanted to put all of the things that I was solving on the daily into a system that was for the consumer easily digestible. Um, and even if you did it the other way intended, we actually decided to make it so that no matter what you do, you're going to end up with something that's really going Beautiful. to be quite lovely. Um, nice. And it's been beautiful to see people. You can use each single thing on its own or you can mix them. And our consumer, our customer is so cool. She's like, well, just to tell you, and it's me, I'm being told, I mix this and this and it was awesome. And I'm seeing you do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. You know, these bonkers little combinations because I'm <laughs> such a, I want to say a classic, like a classics lover. <laughs> You know, I tend yeah, to be I mean, quite, you know, yeah. uh, so if somebody's going to mix purple with peach. I'm going to say, are you crazy? But what crazy? gets created uh, is this beautiful rose color because I've given our top note of peach, which is our grapefruit pink. I've given it the depth. Every single color has got depth. Mm. So you can take purple yeah. and peach and make something beautiful out of it. And I didn't think uh i didn't understand how far you could push the boundaries of what we've given people and they've embraced that that's, so it's oh, it's so a wish nice. yeah so we've we've tried to put in we've tried to put in our artistry that we have available from our team and then we've tried to bring in the tech aspects of what these guys have which was like okay so how do we solve these problems how do we give them technically the lip shape you do let's find Let's we can find a, a tool that is going to deliver deliver that shape. So we don't do Bratz doll uh, kind of mouths. We like angles. The wand has yeah. that. So we just shoved in as much uh, technical smartness as we could, and as much artistry as we could all fit into this. You know, that's why it had to be two because it was so much. We had to we had to do two things. <laughs> no, and and it makes and also it's innovative, right? It's something that I personally haven't seen, but by having really great formulas. And not compromising on that, you know that okay, yeah, they can blend together, they can work together. It's like I think the day the most I was with my GM on a call just before this, and we we're talking about hiring this, and she just said, "Pause, Akash, let's just be real. The only thing that matters here, and what's going to build this company, is the product. The rest is second. And then the day, the product's not good, you haven't got a company. And I think that's the most important. Like we are just messengers of what we create. This is our baby, right? This is what's going out." And I think that's exactly it. So, you know, the product is creating things from other people's eyes and lenses, but it's really the product that's allowing that, not the people. That's a really exciting thing. Um, so that must, how does that feel from both of your ends? Like, um, I mean, no, actually not even how does it feel? Like, what was the journey like? I mean, my dear, you can answer this too. Like, was there a lot of iterations? I mean, you know, as Bina was probably the, the creative eye as well, where you're like, Bina, come on, we just have to like approve this now. And I don't know who was the one that was slowing it down. <laughs> I'm curious. I think it was, it was a mix. A mixture Actually, both. Even yeah. before we got to the formulations, like one of the things we agreed upon is we, we don't want to bring out more product in the world just for the sake of bringing out product. Right. Just for um, profit. No, that no. was not the, the goal. It, it's really, you know, it sounds cliche, but like just be really a mission, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely the product is at the center, but it's all about empowerment. It, so someone said to me recently on a podcast, mm -hmm. purpose over profit, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, exactly that. And I think, 
And so we knew that if if Bina would mix the color and we can find that in the market, we're not yeah. going to build that color. Like that is just not happening. And then yeah. the second thing was, which was the harder thing, which was how do you make sure that you're going out in the market with a product that you say, hey, it's an inclusive product, but you don't lose anybody. So how do you create perfect peach for me without saying like, you know, this is perfect for my South Indian friend who actually went on hikes with me and stood at six feet distance to test Venus products, right? So we knew that one color wouldn't do it. And we had to create some kind of a spectrum situation to be able to allow me to put more depth or more yeah. brightness and my friend to be able to, to do that. So when we came across this idea, like I remember actually sitting at this dining table and Bina was like, okay, then it has to be two things. We have to put a top note and a base note together. And we were like, okay, well, we have never seen anything like that in the market. So how are we going to produce it? And we used 3D modeling, like Maya software to create the models behind it. And Bina was like, no, people shouldn't be applying too much because the problem is people apply too much and they lose longevity. So like, okay, now we need to put in a well. Um, and I still remember our launch was supposed to be in June of 2021. And um, the last two colors, which is our Kashmiri Chai and Mondays, which are actually our most selling uh, lip spectrums at this point, um, yeah. they, their samples had gone through four iterations on top of all the other iterations that the rest yeah. of eight colors had gone. Yeah. And they were just not hitting target. And I remember they arrived to me first. So I applied this recent uh, iteration and I send a picture to Bina and we're like, oh, we've done it. We've done it. We've done it. Approve, approve. And over the weekend, the samples arrived to Bina and she tried it on a few other people and on herself. And she's like, huh, there is a purple cast. Why is that happening? And she's like, what can we do? Can we solve this? Can we do this? Like, Because at that point, I, I'm pretty sure she felt like, okay, I can't tell Medea I need yet another iteration because the samples were being developed in our labs in Italy, coming back to me, then going to Bina. That's a whole two months. Oh, no. And you waste, not waste, but there is a whole lead time of just communication, like, you know, validation of, of samples right. that... Just prolong. I mean, I know this from arm productions in the US. We're in the UK, and it wasn't as simple as LA to LA or New York to like. You know, you can quickly give feedback and get another batch tomorrow. No. it's like by the time I receive it, and even then, pay customs are stuck somewhere, and I review it. But um, but again, you have to do purpose over profit. You don't yeah. it till it's and I right. remember uh, Bina was even coming up with ideas of like, hey, actually, if you dab it, then it, it doesn't have that much purple. And I feel like she was just telling this to me. And I was like, Bina, are we solving for a different problem that we set out to solve for? Yeah. And she, she took a minute, I remember, and she's like, yes. And I was like, okay, then we can't. So then we decided that we're going to push everything. And for a new brand that hasn't even brought its product to market, each month is huge, you know? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. We just didn't want to. Um, and and yes, the iterations took time. But now whenever, you know, we, we meet on calls or actually she did the Kashmiri chai on many people at our Allure event and the like the ladies who were trying and they were like, oh, my God, this color. And every time Bina and I look at each other and we're like, we're like thank God we, thank God. Thank God we got it right, you know. Yeah. Um, but actually I'll talk about that um, from I want to ask both of you guys. So I'll start with you, my dear, but like. How is it like meeting Bina in person um, in Allure, you know, recently? Because this is like years of like Zoom, right? And like, um, 
Like, what was that moment like? Was it like, oh, hey, hey, like, I've been, seen you enough. Like, <laughs> I yeah. feel like, or was it like, what the hell? Finally. I mean, uh, you know, you already know this, but like, I took classes from Bina. So she's a teacher to me. Like, as, I can imagine. You know, at the, at the, An inspiration. Really. Right. Um, so to me, it's a fangirl moment many times. So I remember um, my flight was landing a little later or something like that. And we ended up deciding we'll just meet at the at lunch before yeah. going to the lore event. And I was just like, oh, my God, is she here? Is she here? Like, um, it's just so exciting because there's I feel like even though we haven't met, we know each other so well. Like I routinely ask her for tips of like how oh. to deal with my daughter. Sometimes my, my daughter's seven years old, but you know, it's, it's, it's full of challenges. And, you know, Bina is like this great listening. Uh, she listens. She's a great sounding board to, um, you know, to go through ideas even. Um, so I feel like I know her way more than I've actually sat in person and had coffee or tea. Bina likes tea. I like coffee. Uh, that's yeah. a big difference too. Um, yeah. So it's just, it, and in that session, like through that, and then later we ate at a Korean restaurant, like until like two in the morning, I think they kept it open and our husbands were with us and we were just chatting. I feel mm-hmm. like um, it's just, it's the bond that I share with her that is again, yeah. like just be is, is important and a huge thing we've done together. But I think the relationship we have goes. It's so beyond. important. And I, but that also feeds into the brand and people Absolutely. can see the love. And um, even if it's not uh, direct, people can indirectly feel, feel it right with what you create and how you create it but Bina what was your first like experience from your eyes meeting Madia in person for the like for yeah like in, in reality yeah I mean I'm sure you can tell from even this short interaction I'm very Literally. exuberant shall we say expressive I don't know what is the word you know uh my, I remember always being told as a child by my parents that one day we'll send you to Bollywood and we'll make millions Actually, it was such a such a layered insult that I didn't actually understand that it was an insult. I was like, "That's right, I'll be rich," you know. Yeah. I, I was one of those annoying kids, you know, fourth mm. child, overconfident. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was of course just like freaking out, you know. And uh, I'm a very grumpy traveler. I, I hate change, considering I'm constantly on the move. Because I don't think I mentioned. I split my time between London and Karachi. So I come to Karachi for work over the the bridal season. And then I go back to London for a few months and I come back to Karachi a few months. So I am routinely traveling every like nine weeks. Um, And it's It's exhausting. And it's two homes, which makes it better now. As in like, I've got a set of toiletries here and a set of toiletries there. I'm not packing any of that, you know. You can leave stuff, you can pack last minute, you can leave it here, exactly. And I'm a pro at the airport, you know, I'm like, no, no, that's, oh, it's the good gate today. You know, I'm like, I've recognized the immigration officers, I know You know which Boeing or Airbus you want to take, which one, yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) absolutely. So, um, yeah, so uh, I was just so thrilled to see them. And weirdly, because, you know, in Pakistan, and actually really, I think it should be the case everywhere, um, like on on a, 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 a sort of a wedding day, uh, it's kind mm. of like a, a, a space where the kind of people are waiting outside. Um, so it's weird that Sean, uh, I'd never met him, even though he'd spent uh, several hours outside uh, in my vicinity. Yeah. So I was a really excited to meet Sean, and that's a very surreal experience because you're like, you've got legs, you know. Uh, I'd only met him on Zoom, so. <laughs> 
it was really it was really sweet and fun to to meet him and and hug him uh so i hugged oh. him out i just i was like okay i'm sorry you're getting a hug so first time meeting you but i like gave him a really good squeeze so it was wonderful it was really wonderful and it was a bit surreal for a little while but then it started to feel like reality and the best moment was when she got out of her you know hey sex in the city moment like got out of the yellow cab and her cool little dress and i was standing on the pavement waiting for her and uh, on the corner of the Eliostio in new york and there were these big buildings yeah. and you're just standing there i was like madhya like is this real what is happening to us right now you know it's it's it was completely surreal but really wonderful and i think oh, the korean is, food yeah. at the end of the night was just the kicker the icing on the cake oh yeah these are memories that you can have many more but it's just these are the ones to champion and always keep like you know like how you have just be on the packaging you remember you remind yourself those are things you should keep always close to your your heart because they're just um and i think also it's it sounds small but at certain stages of the business like i remember now like uh two years in some of the memories i had like from month one that were much smaller in reality to what's happening now like maybe it would be a meal with someone or something they're the ones that like that happiness the innate happiness of that joy you had in that moment no one can take that away from you no one can really understand so i can i can really sense the joy and even seeing your interactions on the video most people will be listening in audio but i can see how when both of you speak you're both reacting with such warmth and joy putting your palms on your chest and stuff it's so nice to see so um, i love that i kind of before we wrap up to go to fire round questions i want to sort of ask what is sort of the future for um just be uh, is there anything you can you know secretly share uh, is there going to be new products on the horizon uh so whoever wants to take that away be my guest i think i think just be is just getting started right exactly. um there's so many i mean if you sit on a call with bina for 10 minutes you will get 30 ideas um 3 per minute and then she will connect them at the end and she'd be like this is what my like south asian women's bag should have not all of these things so many things no these are the things and and she'll talk about minimalism she'll talk about like powerful punchy products so there's no lack of ideas or things that we could do um what we just need to make sure is we need to make sure that the products are again inclusive that they're innovative they're things that are not already solved for and that is what we spend our time on, right? That that's the part. Like actually, the whole manufacturing part of Lip Spectrum was the the shortest time frame. I would say it was really the edits and the iterations that got to Lip Spectrum. So we are working on a multi dimensional, multi purpose product next um, that should work really well with with Lip Spectrum, um, and we hope to kind of uh, provide more information on that very soon. But yeah, it's in the in the works. <laughs> Oh, so exciting. And Bina, do you have anything to add? That pretty much sums it up. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. But I think that what's exciting is, uh, even as a makeup artist, I try and do this. So it's it's fun to bring it to the same thing. Is If you yeah. approach makeup, uh, it's got so bogged down with rules and tricks and all of this stuff. But if you just approach makeup as a bunch of stuff that you want to put on your face that looks awesome, mm in some sort of form and you get it to cling in some way, you get it to pop in some way, you get it to bruise in some way. And if you just approach things from that point of view, then you're, it's going to be a constant set of ideas. And I'm also really, I didn't realize it accidentally, seriously entrepreneurial. 
Like I, I've, I've been running a small business and I didn't understand what I was doing. But when I talked to Madhi, I'm like, oh, right. You haven't done this businessy bit. You've been like in a organization and, you know, so it's been kind of fun to, you know, uh, somebody who's like, you know, you guys are like, like hyper educated people. Um, and I'm in this artistry gig. So obviously I'll have my own awe of like, oh my God, how did you work out how to get the headphones to connect guys? You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so impressed, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's always exciting to realize that, oh, actually, I accidentally have this real life experience of running businesses and solving and coming up with the next yeah. thing and coming up with the marketing and coming up with the new idea and trying to constantly hunt for what is it that people want? What is it that's bugging people? How can we mm-hmm. help towards any of those things? And you can yeah. approach it from so many different paths. And I never realized that beauty was really key to all of this, actually feeling mm-hmm. good about yourself. Uh, your own impression of your yourself as a person, being able to translate that through whatever shiny hair or, uh, you know, or that ritualistic moment, like I really want that scrub, just hint, hint, uh, you know, for the for the scalp, you yeah. know, like I think those moments running a salon and I, I, I took joy in giving facials, which is a lot of where Jesby was born, was us mm. discussing, you know, skin, because now I've got my hands on you and I like to do facials myself. So I I really have a fun, it's such a joyful feel to be in. And if you've got these accidental little traits that, you know, make you like pesky in your endeavor Mm -hmm. to just make something come out of this, I don't know what this bug is, but it's certainly bit all three of us. That's so, you know, exactly that is building a business in any form. And I would even go as far as saying not even externally out of a company, but even entrepreneurial within a company, if you launch something or launch a division. And I'm sure by the you've done this a lot at Google when you work in smaller companies within the Google and you literally have built, say, Google Mail in that sense or whatever that was. Um, I really, really feel like you learn the most about yourself and um, it is like a, the biggest school in a way, right? And, and you'll surprise yourself with that thing, that little trait that you thought was never going to be connected to your business acumen or your success in business. You're like, that's a really good, um, whether it's an empathy behavior or you get annoyed a little, like, and especially me working with my sister, it's been the most fascinating because I've been born and raised with this person my whole life. Never have I thought I would be in business with her. And sometimes like I learned the most by just seeing her do her thing and she does it with me. And I remember I'm like, you know, sometimes like I I actually think it's so good to learn from each other. That's why I love the co-foundery angle. Like being a founder is great, but being a co-founder is the best because you learn from yourself and you learn from someone else who's in the same position, you know, and that's the best, best feeling. So I can't wait, but... So before Fire Run, I have a desert island situation. So this is sort of, as you know, what's coming. It's one product only. And you have currently, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have five amazing different um, shades. You have champagne, not just champagne, not just magenta, not just peach, not just pink, and then not just red. Um, did I say those correctly currently? Those are five. Okay. Yeah. So Medea, <laughs> you're first. You can only bring one shade. What is your go-to shade for oh. you? Not just peach. The first color that Bina ever put on me that I fell in love with. And actually, it's right here, too. Um, I love it. See, always by your side. That's that's coming with you no matter what. I love that. Yes. It's my husband and not just peach, probably. My husband comes. Yeah, those two things. Yeah, yeah. 
sometimes you can, which one comes first? You have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bina, how about yourself? Don't ask somebody who's their favorite child. You can't. I know, I know, I know. I, it's, it's horrible. Let's just say today, if you had to like run out and pick one, what is your So I, I was in a moody mood today. Yeah. You can see I'm in a moody mood. So I put on poison apple. No, no it's nothing to do with the interview. I was just feeling like it's today cool weather. So poison apple is like, your not just red, right? Is that the lipstick in not just red? Yes. So this is the lipstick of not just red. I very know my good. stuff, guys. You're on top of this. I am so I impressed. <laughs> I have no quite weird photographic <laughs> memory of things. So I read things and I remember things quite quickly, but then I'll forget it tomorrow. So don't ask me tomorrow. I don't have this brain. I made it and I will always misname them. Like I'll call Sundays, Mondays and Mondays, Sundays. And, and Madiha will go, I think uh, Bina is referring to Mondays here actually. And I'm like, Oh, so yeah, yeah. Mondays, Mondays. <laughs> so I yeah, constantly, I've just, my brain is wired really weirdly. If I say the wrong no, thing once, that. it's going to yeah. stick and I want to say it for my life. And I've just, oh, but won, I've done the same to be fair. <laughs> I've won my husband yeah. and my business partners, guys, just accept it. Just do the Google translation in your head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it happens. It happens. Okay. So now fire and questions. This is first thing that comes to your mind. Um, so short, but sweet answers. So the first question is, and I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll ping pong it around. So the first, I'll go for Madea first. What's another beauty brand that you're currently loving? Oh, Avrani. Avrani. Oh, I love Rushi. She's amazing. Yeah, and I, I, I really product. like the, the, the cleanser or yeah. sorry, the, the moisturizer that's under yeah. this. It's great. Yeah. Amazing. And how about you, Bina? Another one you're loving? Uh, I think, uh, Rare beauty is currently something that I'm finding interesting because I feel like her approach is coming from a, a very, a very deep place as well. So uh, I don't yeah. really know too much about the products. I do know about the brand and I like what they stand yeah. for. I agree. I like, I like what she's currently, she's you know, really mature and what she's speaking about. I think she's building, building something, but also personally really impressed with her, Selena. Um, my next question, and I'll go for Bina first this time. What's a guilty pleasure of yours? I guess social media, Instagram. Yeah, especially TikTok. Oh, can be quite, you can go on that for a long, but Instagram as well, they're so addictive. It's so really addictive. addictive. So I try and tell myself, okay, five more, five more and stop. But okay, you try to tell yourself, but do you do that? Then maybe five more after the five, five more. Five more, yeah. well, you know, well, at least you remind us. it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect answer. Well, Madia, what's your guilty pleasure? So there are these very spicy chips uh, called Takis. Um, oh, I know Takis. Yeah, yeah, oh, very famous. They are not good the next day. Um, it, it, you know, you'll get heartburn and all of those things. I know. But they're, they're so they're good really in the good. moment. Yeah, so a good movie and Takis are... Yeah, are just really don't good. wear anything white when you eat okay, Takis. You will get Takis. Because that powder is going to go everywhere. <laughs> but I love that. Um, my next question is, what are you currently watching or reading? So I'll go for you, Madia. Um, so currently I am reading uh, or listening on Audible uh, this book called uh, The Lost Apothecary. Um, and it's it's really, it's it's like fiction. Fiction is also, reading fiction is another guilty pleasure, I think. Um, and it's about this apothecary um, in London and the lady actually sells like, you know, regular apothecary things, but she has a roster of like poisons that she sells and it's very scandalous. And I, I really, I'm, I'm enjoying like 
listening to it. It's, it, it just takes me away into a very different land about like people coming and buying poisons. Um, it's just super odd. Um, and watching, I'm watching this show on Hulu. Um, I'm not sure if, if you watched it, but it's Rami. It's an Egyptian American Muslim and it's his, uh, and, and he's based out of New Jersey. I've only watched the first two seasons and it's really like, Sometimes I feel like this is my story. Like I'm in his home, basically, of like his parents and how they are kind of, uh, you know, getting used to the American lifestyle, how he is trying to be a Muslim, an Egyptian and an American, which are all different personas in his mind. Um, so, yeah, it's really and I'm, I'm watching my husband and he's like, oh, so does this happen to you? Do you think this way, too? And it's like really interesting how we've been married 10 years, but some of these things he's now also kind of understanding so it's, it's, it's really funny, the, the oh, show. Very cool. Um, Vina, what are you currently watching or reading? So I really approach watching and reading also much like a form of self-care or uh, like then also trying not to be self-carey, as in watch yes. something and learn something. Currently, I'm in the uh, 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 blanket around you kind of watching. So I'm re-watching mm. Grace and Frankie for the five millionth time uh you know just because yeah. a they're legends you know yeah. and it's i comforting. respect jane fonda so much yeah. yeah it's comforting it's sunny it's bright yeah. light it's cheery so i just needed something gentle and cheery and similarly for shame to admit um i've been allowing myself something that i've never allowed myself which is to reread the books i read as a teenager uh oh. and it's really they're not bad, a lot of them, you know. And it's interesting um, to see how you perceive them now, you know, compared to what you perceived it before. Yes, and I understand that uh, my parents are very smart. So they are big George at Hare fans. I don't know if you know who that that is. So she yeah. writes these kind of Austenian sort of, uh, um, it's very, uh, yeah, it's it's not like steamy or anything like that. Um, it's yeah. very beautiful English. It's, you know, and it's, it, I realized that my English became very strong suddenly in school after reading these um, because it's, mm. it, it, you know, like you learn words like ubiquitous and, you know, it's a very yeah. good English. It's the, the, just the vocabulary count is really high. And I was rereading it to see if I wanted to sort of, uh, like if I would lose patience. And I haven't. It's actually quite lovely. And I, I do sort of, uh, you know, you get lost in the, the storyline. Uh, this, this one is quite an adventure. There's like a, a French spy and Bonaparte involved. And, you know, it's very exciting. Mm. So uh, they're great cool. fun. And actually, you learn quite a lot of history through these, these kinds of books, too, because they're set around yeah. the Napoleonic era. or You know, so you understand all of that. Whereas kids today... When I'm teaching them, I'm just like, oh, you know something about World War II? And they'll be like, so who was in that? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't know. And and the good thing is if you find like a good one, like like I think is it there's like 10 of those books by her, right, Georgia? There's a quite a few. You can like find a lot of different ones. 65. Oh, 65. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, that's a lot. She said some of them were for the tax men. I wrote some of them for realize. the tax men. So that's the thing. You just don't know. There's so many more. If you find a great, say, uh poet or author there's so much more like if you go back in time a bit you can really some of the newer ones they just have one or two hits and then to kind of like and that's where the publishing world works right you don't even if you don't have a hit you're out and so that's kind of the hard part with some of the new stuff so i think it's really cool to like go back a bit and reread even things in the past 
Um, so I like that. That's very cool. Uh, my next question is like, and I'll start with you, Abina. Do you have a favorite social media platform right now? I mean, of course, we shouldn't be on social media to a detrimental amount, but yeah, of course, it's Instagram. What am I going to do about this? I don't Instagram. know. I know. I agree. I agree. I, I, and uh, Madia, is it the same for you? Yeah, Instagram. I feel like I'm still trying to. Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out be real uh, yeah. a little bit, and it's very interesting. Uh, but right now, I only have one friend on Be Real, and it's my husband, so I'm not really able to discover the <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> that's worrying. If it's like, what did you get up today? Oh, let me see your Be Real. It's like, oh, wait, no, I'm with you. And it's just Be Reals of me with the laptop. Or But that's so funny. What if you, like, you do like secret Be Reals and you laugh at each other like, when did he catch me do that? When did he catch me do that? That would be hilarious. Well, see, now you just made it interesting. I will try that. Do um, that. And like, just have only you two for a while. That's hilarious. <laughs> Be like the Hunger Games. It'll be like Hunger Games. Like when did you when did you when did you catch me um, uh, eating those crisps? Or when did like it'd be so funny. That'd be right, hilarious. it'd be like you're eating takis again. You're gonna eat takis again. Takis diaries. I love yes. that. Oh, really so interesting. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, I love the 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 idea they've brought up, which is very similar to just be. You know, like the yeah. whole like be you're you're be okay real. in your current. But I think actually you should think about some brand because we're on Fable Main is on there. But like I think you should do something with like just be with be real, like because it's all about just being. Real, you know? It's yeah. And so we yeah. were hoping actually as part of some of our bridal shoots or things that Bina is working on, how to, how to weave that in. And that's why I'm trying, I'm tr- testing the platform out. As a uh, consumer think, first. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how they, you know, what, what they can do in terms of for the brand and representing yeah. the brand. Yeah. Okay, I have two more questions, and then I'm sure you have businesses to run and jobs to do, so I won't leave you much longer, but we could speak all day. Uh, my last, my second, penultimate question is, do you have a favorite quote? So I'll start with you, Madia. Oh, it's not a quote, but I think it's a, um, it's a quick advice, I think, or, or it's something that really changed me, um, which is, uh, there is no recognition fairy in the world. Mm. Um, I, I heard this, uh, I think, maybe eight years ago from Fran Berman, who's a very reputable computer scientist um, at the Grace Hopper conference, which is for female engineers and, you know, like men come to, but like primarily to, for women in computing. And uh, she was doing a fireside panel and someone said like, Oh, how do you, you know, women have like women have trouble sort of talking about their accomplishments and, and showing what they can do. Um, And it was a very like, you know, sophisticated fireside. And she's just like, you know, steps up a little bit to the mic and she was like, there's no recognition fairy. If you're not going to talk about your story, do you think I have time to talk about your story? And I was just amazed, right? Because, you know, growing up in a South Asian culture, like these things are part of my DNA in some ways where I'm like hoping that, you know, I'll put stuff out there potentially and, you know, someone will recognize or, or don't talk too much about yourself. You're, you're fine. Just, you don't have to be, and it's really, it has transformed how I think about myself in like corporate lifestyle or how, you know, we've been thinking about just be at least is mm. uh, if you're not going to tell your story, nobody else is going to tell your story. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so true, especially more and more today. Right. More than ever. Yeah. That's the thing. Cause things we were taught growing up, whether it was like karma, do this and that, it's all great. And I think, you know, just be there, be present, but actually there is a, some, truth and today times have changed and people are, yes. are interacting differently and I think there's no recognition fairy it's a very very good one just to remind some people when they think 
oh, like it's going to happen, whatever, you know? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if Fran remembers that she said that, yeah. but, it, but just, it changed my life. <laughs> words are powerful, whether they're in passing or repeated, you know, it's really true. Yeah. It's very, very true. And how about you, Bina? Do you have a favorite quote or like an advice? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really like be a goal getter, mm. uh, you know, because I do think, I remember once somebody was explaining to me that human beings, are, if you think about how we are designed as animals, uh, you know, uh, if you're going to survive in the wild, it's just about problem solving. And it's if you want to be on top of it, look for the problem, find the goal yeah. and, you know, get it. Uh, so I kind of like that. I My uh, ears and eyes are always around, like, I, if I sit and talk to somebody, I want to discuss 74 ideas of what they could do with whatever it is they're doing. Um, and I really like setting goals. <laughs> and I also like setting myself goals um, or, um, you know, just achieving goals. I'm just, it's constant achievement. I like it. I've had to, uh, I used to feel bad about it because I don't know, there's some part of you that gets told, you know, don't uh, subscribe to hustle culture and, you know, all of that, which I do understand. Like, I know that, you know, it's, it's good to have a balance and I try and do that. But I do think that we're just built this way to find the thing and fix the thing. And if you don't, then, you know, the woolly mammoth would have eaten you or, or you would have starved or whatever. So I just think that, it's fun to lean into that the human trait. Um, definitely, so yeah. definitely. No, it's very, very good advice. Um, I think a lot of it is like, we forget it. That's why I love asking this question because I want us to be reminded and even ourselves by even saying what is our favorite quote? Well, we forget to think about those guiding um, kind of advices for ourselves as well. So even today, and even each other, you can remind each other of those. It's very good. Um, my last question is, it's, I'll kind of open up a bit. Normally I say if you want a beauty entrepreneur, but you also both do your own individual things as well, like makeup artists, engineers. So I'm going to be quite strict. I'll be like, I'll start with Bina. If you want a makeup artist, a beauty entrepreneur, what is another life Bina could be having right now? And it's a really hard one. And often people don't even answer because they say, I can't see myself doing anything else but I'm not allowing you to say that. If you could reinvent yourself. I have no problem because I'm still that teenager who's like, yeah. should I be this? Should I be that? Should I be yeah. I went okay, to good. chef and I went to whatever, whatever. Yeah. But the one that I find I dream of a little bit and maybe could be my retirement plan is I would love to do a little boutique hotel, like maybe like six rooms, you know, and it would have a beautiful relaxation space, salon spa, obviously, and pool. And, you know, I would do really um, great food, but like not mm. not frightening food, uh, like food yeah. that invites you in, but at a really nice level and, you know, gorgeous rooms and just maybe slightly different color palettes. And I would like yeah. uh, check that the staff was like amazing with everyone and everyone had the most amazing. I think I like to give experience. That's, yes. I think, what my entire personality but that's is built the, around. That's the thing that's going to be hard is you could do so many things because you could, there's so many things that involve that. And I can sense that from everything you've done in your career, but also your brand is you are the beneficiary when you see others enjoying potentially experiences you provide them, right? You, you get joy from seeing their, their mind and their, their, their happiness. 
So I can really 100%. see that now so, so clearly. So, yeah. And I, I would live in the that. sixth yeah. room, by the way. I would just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you have to be the, yeah, again, be the beneficiary of what you create. Yeah, yeah exactly. Business. Business. I have to Write it off, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but yeah, I'm curious to know what, would you, something similar? Or what would you be doing? You know, uh, when you asked, the first thing that came to mind is exactly the other end of what Bina said. So that's probably <laughs> why we work so well together. I would be a travel critic. Like I would go and like what I together, love. Right? Yeah. yeah, and this is <laughs> this is one thing that I I tell my husband the day my daughter our daughter goes to college will will like that would be the day we start our four year journey of like going around the world. We stop what we're doing, um, and and we've been talking about it quite a bit. So that's probably why it's front and center. But like uh, you know, when I was growing up, my my dad worked at Emirates Airlines for for like the my whole time until I left for college. And so he used to get these subsidized tickets. So every year we're doing two trips and that's probably how we started to kind of travel and appreciate other cultures. And I would, you know, I would love to do that as a job. Uh, Maybe, you know, uh, I'll hang out by Bina's little inn in one of the rooms and and provide a review or something. (laughs) You'll get a comment. I'm sure right. Bina will, will hook you up on that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I think that it, to me, it's um, what I find, uh, you know, given like the daily work and everything, that there's a lot of joy in a new experience, even Definitely. if the experience itself isn't the best, but like the newness yeah. of it. Um, it's and exciting. So, yeah. And so when Bina says she likes to give experience, I'm like, I like to get those experiences and see how they, This is you know, why you guys work so well together. Right. There's that yin and yang of everything. But it is true. Like, I think um, there is a, a huge joy of like, just, um, just like trying different things. And actually what I realized in building Fable, so many of my life curiosities, I would say, not even goals, just curiosities have been achieved with my brand. Because I really, and sometimes it doesn't make business sense. And I'm like, I just want to do it out of ego. I want to just like launch a little pop-up there. You know, I've always wanted to see that. Or, but, but you can do a lot with even what we're doing right now. Right. So um, you can do a just be a pop-up hotel, you know, and yeah. take over a place. And then each room has got the different shades, right? I don't know. Here's some ideas. There you go. Yeah. I mean, get your wedding there every day. It will exactly. Get you and you get There's married. There's so and many ways. So many ways. So yeah, great idea. (laughs) Yes, keep those close to your chest, and you know, always ask yourself. And maybe there's a way to do it, not in retirement, but even now. You know, that's that's my leaving thought. So um, now, guys, it's been such a pleasure and honor to speak to you both. Um, Where can everyone continue to follow the brand and yourselves on Instagram website? Tell us. Yeah. Um, so justbecosmetics.co is our main website. Uh, we're available in US, Pakistan, UAE, and the UK. Um, we are very uh, vocal on our Instagram, and that's probably where, you know, you'll get all the information and details. Like we're right now doing a casting call to represent more of the women like us Amazing. in our um, uh, in our community. And they should be on the, you know, we, we believe very strongly that women like us should be on the you know, on, on just B's page. So we can really show representation uh, and the fact that representation matters in its true sense. Um, Abina has an amazing Instagram where she showcases a lot of her work. Um, so that would be another, I think it's Bina Khan MKP. Um, that would yep. be another destination. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'll put all the links in the summary for your both, both your Instagrams and also the website and the Instagram of the brand. So people can just tap and follow and, 
hey, if you follow, you might also get a gig, you might be a model. This is an amazing opportunity, more than just see the beautiful content that's being pulled through. So that's really cool to hear. And um, I'm sure we'll meet very soon, being out in London, guaranteed very soon. We're going to catch up. And Madea, I always come to America. I mean, I go to the Bay Area to visit Sephora. So we'll catch up awesome. there. Um, yeah. We'll find ourselves somewhere. Connect. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank it was such so a pleasure much. to chat Thank with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I didn't oh. feel like, I mean, I could go on for another five hours. Me too. But, I was like, this uh, is the conversation of friends. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much. hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. <laughs>